on. It's on. We're on. What's up? Hey. Welcome, you guys. Welcome, Hawk, Hawk V. Wolf. Ooh, yeah. We just skateboarded because we we're did. action sports athletes. You don't even know. I was not. I, I, I was not planning to skate when I came here. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and then you rolled up with Mike Blayback. Okay, he he met prolific me. photographer. <laughs> but hold on, hold on. Let me just get. Let me paint the scene here. I came to here expecting to record a show and maybe skate with you a little bit because yeah. I have to skate tonight you for this van's thing. And you told me. And and skating twice in a day these days is a tall order. Yeah, fair enough. Me. And I said, good, good for you, smart. Right. So you were prepared to skate by myself. <laughs> yes. Or with a fake friend that never shows up. <laughs> but uh, I rolled up to the parking lot and you're just getting out of your car and Mike is with his backpack and tripod in hand. Okay. And I'm like, I guess we're shooting photos. Oh man, that's I don't know. So... Or maybe you're shooting photos. But my first instinct is is, well, I guess we got to skate first because he's here. He's not gonna wait for us to record. Yeah. Well, okay, that's your side of the story. Uh, that, that was absolutely okay. So my side of the fair. story is he texted me last night and said, "Hey, when are you coming down? I got some some uh, some photos to give to you, like print out printed okay. ones of you jumping over Christian and." the whole group on your birthday. And I was like, yeah, well, I'll be there at 11. He goes, oh, I'll meet you there at 11 to give you the photos. I was like, awesome. I get here at like quarter to 11. He's an efficient man who's also there on time. And he goes, here's your photos. I'm like, cool, man. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, waiting for Tony. And then we're doing a podcast. He's like, is it cool if I shoot some photos? And I was like, I, because I'm really sore from the birthday slams that <laughs> yes, I took. yes. To the point where yesterday I walked to a weed store and I wanted to park further away so that I could just sort of get my head. I had to do stand-up that night and I was like, I'll have a clear, long walk and just think about my material. Yeah. About five minutes into walking, my hip is like starting to really hurt and I can't get my leg to come with me. And then for some weird reason on my other foot, my big toe just goes stiff. And I can't, I want to have my foot bent inwards, otherwise that I can't walk. So one foot's bent in and the other one's dragging. And now I'm just that doesn't sound of like notice. just a side note. That sounds like something a little deeper, but go ahead. Well, my side note to myself at that Fun point. Fun fact, my foot drags, but. I, I was like, you're definitely not skateboarding tomorrow. Right. And then you were like, hey, I'm not sure if I have time to skateboard tomorrow. And I was like, this is probably going to work out. As much as it pains me because I'm so close to just flying around with ease. I Every now and then I'll have it's a couple click, of airs clicking. where I go, oh, I'm having, this is the most fun you can have. Hello, everybody, <laughs> most fun ever. And then, and then it goes, it gets taken away from me. And I'm like, oh, this is borderline frustrating. I kind of fucking don't like today. So give me that juice back, whatever the juice is, give me it back. And then Which him requires today, consistency. Yeah. And him today was like, uh, do you, do you, are you cool shooting photos? And I was like, it's not up to me, dude. It's not my rant. But if he wants to, sure. And I, and I see you drive up and I'm like, Oh, this looks like I've brought Blaze for a photo shoot. <laughs> and I don't have yeah. time to tell yes. him that I didn't say, hey, meet me for a photo shoot because I would have fucking told you last night. Right. But but also, I think it was just more of a courtesy that I wasn't going to have him sit through our show to get to go to photos. So, Well, I was going to. You were? I was like, I'll see you at 11 to do a show. You can't just drop, I'm going to take photos. I prioritize this podcast. It's cool. But you're like, I'll skate right now. And I was like, ooh. I, I, I said that because I didn't want him to wait yeah. for us to record. That's but right. I was thinking, I'm still so sore. Like, I couldn't sleep last night. If I sleep on my hip, it wakes me up. Like, I'm not I doing love how I love how just him with his camera gear, 
like I'm, I said it too, but inspire both of us. Cause I told you, I didn't want to skate today. I didn't want to skate. I didn't want to skate here today. I didn't want to have to skate twice today. Right. But when we got into it, I found myself. So then we, we, we go and of course decide we're going to try some super hard doubles things. Right. Like now I'm doing because stuff. Because now my- we've got a premier photographer ready to go to capture this. Last time we did doubles, it was cup cam. Yes. Cupcam made it again though. Shout out to Cupcam. <laughs> so, so it was my it was Love my guy. I, it was my phone in a solo cup. Yeah. That was the tripod. Now we've got playback One of the greatest photos. photographers in skateboard. Right. So it's like, world, oh, we better do something. So then we figured one thing out, which took a little while. I that was a I don't think I've done a slob air that high. Spe- yeah, especially so not LU. Slob air over back over backsmith. And I kept telling him he was carving too far and he wasn't leaving me room on the ramp. In fact, one time we had to just uh, completely eject and abort because yeah. he was going to, he was either going to drive me off the ramp or land on me. Was, when, was I think one of them, I was options. definitely going to land on you. If I had made it, I would have rammed you yeah. in the ass. So the one, the, the, one, <laughs> the one he made went alley-oop that was a big advantage to me. Right. Because Right, but it, I haven't done, I can, it's so easy now. I can just say without even thinking, I haven't done an alley-oop slob layer in 20 years. You just put 20 years on everything now. <laughs> Everything oh, I do, anything that happens now on the ramp, I'm like, I haven't done that yeah. in 20 years. How do you know? It's because I haven't done anything for 20 years. But then, yeah. but then we, so then we switched roles, and I was going to go over him, and I found myself on probably the fourth or fifth attempt. I'm like, you are now giving everything you have into a <laughs> into a setup air. When you came here, going, I probably can't skate because I got to skate tonight, and I don't have, I won't have the energy. And and I'm, I found myself in there like. What is wrong with you? Like, why can't you turn it off? You know, the reason, the, the, don't, don't bother answering. Just go with it at this point, dude. <laughs> but I, look, I was in the hot tub this morning with Epsom salts, trying to touch my toes, trying to get my hips to wake up, going, it's not going to happen today. It's just doing, not going to happen. I know you're doing slobs over backsmiths. And at one point, yes, I was like, everything you've got. And I'm like, really? I feel like I, everything yeah. you've got was not an option today. Oh, no. And then now, it, it, so then we, we make a couple. We made that. We yeah. made that, which yeah. was great, and we could have just left, and we could have been done. Yeah. Then we then we then we switch into the the other thing. You had cup cam on and it then as well. I'm so. like I'm I'm obsessing on on my <laughs> my air because I I want it to look like Christian Osoy. Yeah, I oh. want it to be like a backside crossbone, right? Well, as close as I can get, yeah. and every one is looks like a half ass crossbone to me because I'm coming on doing the he, the Smith grind at the wrong time, and he can't get us both at the right time. I, Yes and no. It's not like mine were stellar anyway. Even if he caught it at the most amazing moment, it wasn't going to be what I th- wanted it to be. Okay. And so then I keep making us do it over and over yes, again. Yes, you did. Yeah. We got one though. I was getting tired. We got it. Yeah, yeah. No, we got a bunch of stuff. I'm tired. Me too. I got to skate a- at 9 p.m. Yeah. tonight. Do you know 9 p.m. means in my age with kids? <laughs> do, you know how, do you know how bad Dude. that sounds coming out of your mouth? Stop I, saying yeah. that. You're not fucking, you're not too old for this shit. You're not too old. I'm not Say too, it with me. I'm not, you're not too, old. too old for this shit. I'm just a little old for skating that late. I know, but you can't, don't say out loud that 9 p.m. is like past your bedtime. Just keep that on the hush hush. Dude. You're all right. You can make it. Can you nap? I <laughs> No. Hey, what, my, my wife when, can't do where that. Where is there a nap time in anyone's? You can't just grab some couch and. It would be a to... rare. It would be a rare occasion, and they'd probably be like, "I'm feeling really sick, and I gotta make time to do this." And then they'll give you it. Well, sure, or I would just force it. Right, but, but not not for. Hey, I've got a demo tonight. Can no, I get a nap? No. Right. 
So when you get home after this, the funny to- thing is today was 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 supposed to be relatively oh mellow day. Yeah, we're like we were just gonna come here and record, and then I was gonna wait till later to go to this Vans thing, and it ended up just getting packed with stuff. My daughter's sick home from school, so oh, that yeah. you know how that throws a wrench in. Yep, yep, everything, everything. Yeah, yeah. You now can't go to anything. <laughs> yeah, came here. Yeah. Now I've been. Uh, I didn't want to go. I didn't want to skate. But I also know that every week I come here and put in a little work, even if it's bad work, it gets me closer to my goal. A little bit. Trying to explain it to my wife. She was like, are you really trying to skateboard today? Or no, sorry, yesterday because I was walking so badly. I had ice packs on me and stuff. And she's like, you're not really going to do that, are you? And I'm like, I probably am. Like, I feel like I sort of walk up there going, nah, don't, not worth it. As I put my pads on and start skating, I'm like, man, bit rusty, feel a bit stiff. And then you just start firing it off. But I just thought, yep. I don't have time for this shit. Like, I feel super tired. I feel super sore. Like, that's how you fucking lose in this game. Like, it, it hurts way more now. I'm way more tired when I'm tired. And fuck <laughs> yes. you. You're not going to beat me. You're not going to beat me into submission. I don't give a fuck how tired I am. I'm going to get up and I'm going to fucking rip. And then I can hobble. And then, yes, unfortunately, my wife is going to hear a bunch of like, oh, oh. You know what I mean? I'm putting ice packs yeah. on going, because no one's, that's when I get it out. That's when I get my bitch out, know. you know? And then the next day I feel like everyone, people are like, man, you're indestructible. I'm like, you don't know how much crying I've been doing for the last <laughs> yeah. 24 yeah. hours. Ka- Kathy definitely gets that for me where I come home. Just like, I can't get up. I, uh. When I, uh, when I slammed last year, when I dislocated my fingers, <clears throat> what I didn't really tell anyone about was, I got a crazy, because my elbow went into my side and I got a crazy internal bruise that, that I couldn't, I couldn't roll over in bed yeah. at all. So yeah. I'd wake up and then I'd like, ah, you lose like, sleep because it wakes you up. Oh yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, I saved that stuff for home. And when you're lucky, older. Our, our lucky spouses. And when you're older, when you get hurt and you get woken up several times in the middle of the night because of the injury. Not having a full eight hours oh sleep God. in your fifties—I can't believe I can say that now—it fucking adds up. Like you, to the point where I've—I'm so thankful for my old time skateboard brain, where I was like, "No, nah, I got—I got this," and it'd be, and people were like, "You do not fucking have it." Like I, I've, <laughs> I've made stuff before where Danny came up to him and was like, "Man, I can't believe you stayed. I thought they had no chance making that." And I'm like, "You told me I had it right before I made it." I was yeah, being well, I was nice. just saying that, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, but that brain." has to apply with these days where I woke up this morning, dude, I didn't sleep last night because this thing keeps fucking with me. <laughs> wow. And I, and then the alarm went off at six and I was just sitting there already awake and I hear meh, meh, meh. Yeah. I, go, I go, same. Stop. And I'm like, fuck, fuck. And now inner monologue, you got this, dude. No, 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 no one's going to stop. <laughs> if the person that doesn't stop is the person that gets everything they need. So you need to not fucking stop. Stop, bitch, get the fuck up. You're going to go. The whole time, like making coffee, uh, like every time I lean, uh, nah, you've got this. Don't even back down. Oh, but it hurts so much. I'm so tired. Can I just rest? <laughs> no resting. Fucking go for it. It's just a constant battle all the time. But without it, I feel like I would just come to the conclusion that I should give up. Like I feel like every now and then I'd be like, yeah, I'm pretty tired. Like I'm not going. I'm not going to work today. Yeah, giving in would that would that would definitely put everything to a grinding halt. Right, which is why I'm, anybody out there that's finding it hard to get things done, just know that it's borderline insanity in the mind of a successful person because 
Sometimes I feel like you should tone it down. You should take a break. You should meditate or whatever the fuck. Get some <laughs> greens in you. But the person who's like, no, I don't give a fuck if my legs come off right now. I'm crawling to victory. <laughs> that person usually wins. So if you're bitching about your life or you're worrying about shit, are you insanely committed? Because if you're not, you haven't fucking, you haven't cashed your check in. You need to go like, but it's, insanely but, hard. But there's something to be said too for just baby stepping. It's like, just start the process. Right. Just start it going and eventually you'll just be in it and you'll, you'll realize, you won't even realize it. And you're just like, oh, I'm, well, doing, I'm doing the thing. I'm doing the thing I was dreading doing and it's all okay. That is because I feel like uh, working out, when you wake up and you're sore and you're tired, the last thing you want to do, man, is put on workout clothes and, or get most normal people like, I'm going to get in shape. And they're like, well, here's the, in, the uh, fucking walking. You walk on the fucking running in the same <laughs> fuck that shit fuck treadmills fuck treadmills. all that it's just all like when people get normal people are like oh you want to get fit let me be a personal trainer we'll get you on the treadmill and we'll get you on the i'm like you get me back on cheeseburgers in 34 hours because this shit sucks but well, even I mean, that because because it's just not an it's exciting monotonous. workout to you like i feel like if i train fighting like i lift weights i don't like lifting weights because lifting weights is monotony like every now and then if i go with a good guy who's like making it different and different workouts that I've never done. So what, you're saying sparring. If I box, yeah. it's the same as skateboarding. If I hit a heavy bag, I can have like little earbuds in and I can go away into my magical little world where I see punches coming and I'm fighting. And I mean, I'm, I'm doing my work. I'm, I'm, lost in a, I'm lost in a little meditation thing. If it's, uh, okay, Jason, we're doing burpees or we're doing uh, sprints or we're, you know what I mean? Like we're doing, I'm like, Okay, fuck this. Like, I don't, this hurts. It's stupid. It's no, it's monotonous, but I do it because I know if I spar and I get tired, I've got more in the later rounds from putting in that work. But if I, if it didn't pay off in the ring, I would never do it again. <laughs> I thought you were just working out just to stay fit. I didn't realize it was all directed towards the ring. Yeah, always. And then obviously skateboarding because they both, it's a sport. So the more yep. I am professional. People hate, it's so funny. People hate saying that. Skateboarding's not a sport. Okay, don't, don't be a sport. It's I mean, yeah, it's an art form. I was going to say. It's a lifestyle can, for sure. You can totally not have it as a sport too yeah. if you want. That's the great thing about skateboarding. Mm. Don't make it a sport. Just paint on your skateboard and fucking play hockey. Well, I, I, just, I feel like it's, it's an active, it's an activity that has competition. It's kind of the definition. If you're calling right? bowling a sport, I'm, a, I'm sorry, hardcore skateboarders, but we're in a sport. We're in a sport, baby. Well, it's as much a sport as you want to make it. If you're not competing, you're not doing then fine. It's not yeah. your approach. But um, yeah, Look, if you play hockey, it's all semantics. I don't, it doesn't matter. If you rollerblade or you ice skate, and it's, it's not a hockey game, you know, like it's, right. you play a hockey game, then now you're doing a sport. I just think it's it's one of those things that I can tell from my small amount of education, but I've been around a while that the the painstaking effort that you have to put in to be good at skateboarding is you can apply a little bit of that to everything in your life and you're going to be you can be successful because it's it's definitely a sport that's like sorry uh it's an art form uh, <laughs> <laughs> that you can you that you yourself. can really test yourself on yeah. that's all yeah but you also don't have to test yourself you could be like i'm carving and that's where I'm going to stay. And then I'm going to do some more art. Yeah, I feel like it, in my much older age, as long as I'm able to stand on my own two feet, I'll just be carving it up. Right. Because I'm so, even hitting tile, I'll be like, like that'd be awesome. Raycon wireless earbuds. 
These are some of the greatest earbuds money can buy. They bring extreme. I I like. I have bigger ears. Everything. My head's bigger. It's hard to knock me out. But earbuds fall out of my giant ass head. <laughs> they have adjustable things that you like stick in your head better. Because I run. You know, you ever run and listen to music and then it like starts coming out of your you ear. You, you so feel you go, it start to loosen. Now you run yep. it with one arm. Yep. I didn't come here to run with one arm. <laughs> I've got two, and they help when they move together. And this seems to handle that uh, better than any other earbud that I've used. Uh, the seamless Bluetooth pairing and, and a comfortable, comfortable noise insulating fit. That's all true. You can start listening right away and keep listening for hours. The audio quality is amazing, uh, comparable to what you get from other premium brands, except Raycon starts at half the precise. The new everyday earbuds come with uh, three new sound profiles to make sure everything you're listening to sounds its best uh, with just the right amount of bass. Because sometimes, you know, you got your e- you got your EDM and your reggae and your hip hop and you want more bass. You don't want too much bass in your punk, you know? It ruins the song. You the- want a, You want a boom and a hiss. Yeah, and these have you have three different options to do all this stuff. Excellent, uh, affordable, working, very powerful headphones with three different adjustments. Not to mention we like them, so that made it way cooler. Uh, go to buyraycon.com slash hawkwolf today. Yes. To unlock exclusive deals up to 20% off your Raycon order. But hurry, this offer is available for a limited time only, and you don't want to miss it. That's buyraycon.com slash hawkwolf to unlock up to 20% off your Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash hawkwolf. Hey everybody, Alistair Tony Hawk here talking about disco. And I don't mean like the music, I mean like uh, uh, face creams. I got a package the other day from disco because they sponsored the show. And my wife always tries to push me into putting like a lot of skin products on my face. And maybe in the ten in the ten years that we've been together, I'm like, wow, you look way better than me. You know what? I will start copying you and put because it's obviously working. Whatever this is, because you don't look like you got any older, and I look old as crap. So I've been into it, and and my wife has bought me some stuff. But then Disco sent some stuff the other day that has all different kinds of skin creams for different parts of your face. And my wife, thank God, she was there to explain to me which bit goes where. <laughs> But it's a. My wife knows a lot more about that stuff, and she seemed to be very impressed by by these products. So, they're. I, I like I like them. If you're looking for a start skincare routine for the first time, Disco Starter Set is a no brainer. I think that's what they sent me for sure. Starter Set is incredibly simple and convenient way to upgrade the appearance appearance of your skin in three simple steps. Uh, just sixty seconds a day. Man, I gotta. I haven't been doing that. Whoops. I did 60 seconds one time. And I was like, this feels great. <laughs> Every day you say, okay, disco. Uh, face cleanser, stick. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they got a, a stick that you rub on and your whole face goes like a color and then you wash it off and that's your face wash. But it comes on a roller. So you think you're putting deodorant on your face, but you're not. You're washing your face. It works real good. It feels so clean. And it feels like I got the dead skin off my face. You don't believe me, do you, Tony? I I believe you. 
They've got hydrating face moisturizer, hydrates the skin, prevents wrinkles. I hate wrinkles. So what's up? You guys are great. I need you. TSA approved and very portable. Bring my disco products with me to the gym. I don't, my gym's in my house. I don't need to do that. (laughs) Sorry, everybody. Uh, If you want to check out disco and try their incredible skincare products for yourself, we have a special offer for you for uh, Hawk versus Wolf audience. Go to letsdisco.com slash hawkwolf. Enter hawkwolf at checkout for 30% off your first order, everybody. That's uh, almost a third. Thank you, Mathematical Birdman. That's uh, letsdisco.com slash hawkwolf for 30% off. That's letsdisco.com slash hawkwolf, 30% off. Thank you, Disco. Right, so you've... You're so smart. That's so, <laughs> no, I'm into it. Don't be like, man, I wonder if I can do a 900 when I'm 85. <laughs> no. Like, no, dude, just come no, up the storm. No, that ship has sailed. Yeah. <laughs> you think the nine sailed? Uh, I, I, I've, I, Who cares? I mean, okay, maybe if I, <laughs> if I really was like, all right, I'm going to work towards that. It's going to be in a month or something. Yeah. Yes, I could possibly do it, but right. I just really don't want to put myself through that at right. all. It's funny, Sam Jones, who um, is doing this documentary on my career and my life, he asked me recently, like, you could probably do it again, right? He goes, what, what would it take to do it? You know, like what would, what would be the, the reward that you yeah, would- Yeah, that's uh, a really good I'd question. Like, I don't know, world peace. Now, I'll if do I, it for that. Yeah. If I can get world peace, I'm into it. All right, let's go, yeah. 900. Everybody in the world agree so, to be peaceful if he makes this yeah. 900. All right, maybe just peace in the Middle East. I don't know. Pre- that'd be a lot of pressure. Yeah. That'd be a really tough 900 to make. If you don't make that 900, we're all going to war, war Tony. I've I've done it with a lot less incentive, so it'd be all right. <laughs> I used to be that I do remember this once actually. Um, I never really set out to do it, especially when we we're doing huck jams. It ha- I had to be feeling it. Yeah. yeah so you know, we did these huck jams thirty shows in the summer, and I couldn't guarantee I was going to do it every night. It was just more like if I was feeling like if I had the energy or if I had to spin or whatever. And there were there was twice when I called it out. And those were the hardest ones. Because it wasn't the day to make it and you'd already just, called it I out? I just knew that, that, okay, one time we did, uh, it was Huck Jam, I remember it vividly, it was in Dallas and um, at the American Airlines Arena, I think. Um, and our crew, one of our crew had painted the moto ramps that morning because the, they were getting all marked up. Yeah. But whatever paint he used didn't dry in time. Sticky. No, super slick. Oh shit! And those guys would it, at this one point in the. Um, I think he painted them after. I know what it was. He painted them after rehearsals, which was just a bad idea. It was just like what the fuck. There was a, there was there was a big failure all down the line, yeah. right? But uh, those guys would come up when we were when we were doing our intros, and they would come up the landing ramps, sort of as a as low key as we're doing our half pipe sort of intro um thing we had a line and then and then at some point they would turn on their engines and then people would be like oh motorcycles are here and then they would turn and go and as they were coming up the ramps they already could tell that that they were too slippery because their wheels are sliding because yeah. you know they're, they're they can't gotta, get traction to take up the they ramp. can't get traction yeah or, or they could just tell and so they were up ready to go and at some point I know when the motorcycles come. I know the sounds. I know like we, we have to shift uh, what we're doing to the middle of the ramp and they didn't come. 
Because one of them was and like, I was if like, we go, we're not going to No, it was, die. was uh, Carl Harris, who um, he, was, he was in charge of the ramps for the most part. And he was up there telling people when to go. He's like, no, don't go. How could they fucking <clears throat> do that to the ramp? Yeah, it was bad. It was, like right before the yeah. show, you. I know. It was. It was. It was <laughs> he got anyone... reprimanded. Um, but also, there was this whole thing. I mean, this is all behind the scenes talk, but there was this whole thing where a bunch of our sponsors, uh, at least a couple of them, were in Dallas. So we had major VIPs in the audience who had been writing checks for the sponsorships of the show. Oh, come on. Dude. And but you can't kill after something. the intro line, after the whole, you know, the, the whole thing that we do and the motorcycles haven't gone, we have to announce that there will be no motorcycles tonight. Oh, so now the, the night, oh, so, okay, now I see. So no right. moto dudes and you're like, I'm going to do a 900. So, so I came on the mic and I just like, I'm, we're so sorry. Oh, there's there's been an equipment failure. I don't even remember what I said. You know, I have to cover for it. They painted the ramp. ramp I, I could. I mean, I'm not going to tell them our crew screwed it up. It was just, you know, uh, we something's happened. It's unsafe. I'm really sorry. There will be no motocross tonight. You are welcome to go get a refund if you want. Oh shit! And but I promise you, I'll do a 900. <laughs> yeah. And it even was, even Tony Hall so the, hard. The, right, because the ramp was slippery. No, no, no. That was, it was just the motor ramps. Oh, your ramp was still normal. Our ramp was fine. Okay. Yeah, it was the motor ramps. And, and the funny thing is, uh, do you remember uh, Clifford? Yeah, fuck Fonte? you. Love Clifford. Me too. Um, he, Clifford was always like, I'm, the show must go on, I'm going. And so when he was up there, he knew it was slippery, but he was not going to back down. Yeah. He was gone. Did he? No, because because they they shut everyone down. Oh, they were but, like, but dude, but, you but, but I think it was more like a couple of the other guys were just like, dude, these are something's wrong here. Yeah. I don't know about this. So they told Carl, and Carl made an executive decision to not. No one can go, dude. You can't come up <clears> short <throat> on those jumps. Like we're not talking about an injury. We're talking about dying. Like you'll die if you don't make it over that gap, or if you slide out on the way up. Yeah, this well, is then, so I much mean, more on another, you know, another show when. That that's what that's what I loved about Clifford. At, you know, he was so gung ho. He um, when Kerry Hart crashed in one of our shows. Yeah, that's right. Because I came up one side of the ramp, and usually I ended this this one routine. It's really complicated, but but the 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 half pipe goes like this, and then the motorcycle ramps are on the edge. So when the motorcycles are coming, we have to keep our skating to the to the middle of the ramp. Yeah. Um, which is hard because there's a gap there too. So we're like, there's this one zone and it's all marked off. Yeah. And we were trying a more complicated routine. It was right when the tour had started. I think it was the, it was our second tour. So 2004, maybe 2003. And uh, I did one extra wall and I came up and I came up kind of close to where they take off. Yeah. And Carrie Hart didn't expect to see me there. And he just let off the gas. And that's when he crashed. It was it was bad. Like I definitely felt responsible for the whole thing. It was so heavy. Um, but but he did that, you know, because he thought he was like gonna take your head off. Or, yeah, you. he thought he was. But I wasn't. I was. I was close enough. It's just more that he didn't expect to see a person there. Right. Right. And I remember when when the, the dust settled. I mean, he um, shattered his. He went heel. through a lot. Yeah, he had like yeah. nerve damage and shit. Yeah, it was it was bad. It was really bad. Um, but I remember we all 
we had a, we had a big powwow the next night because, you know, I, I was ready to just cancel the whole thing. I was like, this is just, can't go on. And everyone's like, no, we got to go on, but we have to be, you know, everything is on point. Everything is structured. Like there's no surprises. There's, this is, this is how it's going. Cause our, our, both of our shows, our first two shows of that year were pretty, they were pretty raw. Like some, there were just random things going wrong. It was, it was almost like it was too much. Yeah. It wasn't, you know what I mean? It was, it wasn't the mistakes of the writers either. It was just weird stuff was going on. Like one time these guys, the guys are playing, like they had four guitar strings break in the show. Yeah. That doesn't on, happen. On guitar. Yeah. Um, uh, was it Thorne was the announcer. He got knocked out. So we didn't have an announcer. Wait, he got knocked out? During the show. Oh, he was riding and he knocked he himself out. He got riding because he would ride. Yeah, here we go. And then he got KO'd. And then, so we're all, oh, <laughs> all of us are transferring the mic. <laughs> like me. You're all announcing. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> who's, uh, like, who's the worst guy? Because you yeah. got some people that can't talk. Uh, Lincoln, I think, right? no, Lincoln didn't grab it. Uh, it. It went between me, um, uh, Kevin Robinson, uh, Ronnie Feist. Okay. Ronnie Feist kept screwing up people's names. He didn't know. Us. No, he did know, but he was just like, he he because just like here, man, take the mic. Yeah, and he was just like, oh, okay, yeah, okay, sure. So what? I, yeah, I not as easy as it as it looks. Sorry, sometimes. I digress. But but what I wanted to say is, when all that happened and it was all it was all really heavy and and um, you know, it 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 forced us to really rethink what we're doing in terms of because we just were trying to outdo the next the last tour and the last show. And it was always, and it got so complicated that it was like our routines were loose. And I remember Clifford saying, Hey, no offense, but if I saw you there, I'm not letting off. <laughs> because you, I'm trying to think like if he hit and, you. And, but, but then it went down the line and every other guy said that every other motocross guy. I was like, yeah, it's, I'm making it. Yeah. I'm going across the thing. Sorry. If you're ending up on the flat. Yeah. Um, so it was just, I mean, it it's was a weird, like a, it was the worst second decision, you know, it was the worst of circumstances. And, um, well, I mean, he's okay now, Carrie, you know, Carrie and I have, have talked about it at length, but, um, it was, it was gnarly. Yeah. Moto is big fuck ups on dirt bikes. It's like your whole life goes flashing by. It's just so much more time in the air than skateboarding. It's an unfortunate. Yeah. It's like sometimes it's cool because you're like, well, wow, you can be, you're like Superman on this thing, but when it goes wrong. Yeah. The only other, the only other big crash we had, um, was, uh, I can't remember his name. I want to talk about it. A moto dude or? Yeah. Another moto What's crash. Dustin. Yeah. Dustin. Wait. No, no, no. Drake. Oh. The only other, the only other McElroy? crash. Yeah. The only other crash we had on the Huck Jam was Drake McElroy. And that was right when we set up the ramps and they were all, they were all circling the ramps waiting to see who was going to try it. Oh, And then shit. Drake went and just, and you heard he wasn't letting off. Panic ramp, yeah. And then it was like, oh no. And he just, he, like he was still going up when he reached the landing ramp. Oh, he missed the whole thing. He missed the whole thing. Oh my God. And then uh, broke his jaw and they had to wire it shut. That was that was in the rehearsals, um, but oh, no. dude. But but also, so when that happened, obviously everyone figured out the right timing and the right and how to do it. But we never ever imagined that 
no one would come up short. Like it just, it was never going to happen. Yeah. And then it happened. I mean, it's not that difficult to achieve in moto. You can just let off for a second and then it's all fucked. Right. You know, it's all, it can all be. That's when I, back. that's when I learned about, cause I don't really ride motorcycles, but when, when they're always flicking the, the gas, you yeah. know, they're always making sure it's on right. every if, turn. Yeah. Because if you, yeah, but I mean, like, I mean, that's some, that's some OCD shit. Yeah, yeah, every turn. yeah. Yeah. I know they're, they're flint, they're twitching down there, grabbing it all the yeah, time. I'm like, all the dude, time. it's fucking on. Like, yeah, that's what I, that, that was my perspective. Like, you, I, when I house, this, you don't have to go yeah. back seven times. Just believe in yourself. You know, it was every single turn. Every dude, every turn was making sure their gas was on. Yeah. Because half of them are so dumb that they have to do that. Like they, they're like, what am I going to rely on my own memory? Like right. I've, I've yeah. slammed so many times doing yeah. this shit. I've got to double check it, triple check it. I think it's a good idea. Some of them, yeah. duh, and then you're like, you know, if you're going to jump that bike with that brain, that's crazy. Yeah, those guys, man. Uh, Clifford, on one of the tours, showed up with a, a rod in his leg that he had just got the cast off of. So he was using crutches to get on his bike. Yeah, man shit. And then get on the bike and do the show. Fuck yeah, bad respect. <laughs> that's what's up. Moto dudes are gnarly. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah. They're like the, they're like big wave surfers. They have stories where you're just like, nah, that would be enough for me. And they're like, oh, fuck, it is what it is. You know, face came off. Yeah, put it back on. Look at me. Yeah, I mean, but I, and, I've, and we've talked about Matt ad nauseum, but all those guys, man, it was yeah, they the show. It, it, it was, the show went on. I feel like if you're that committed to that sport and you take a whopper and you're in hospital and shit, you've already made such a commitment. So. It is what it is, but it, right. it does seem like they have that life and death thing on them. Like we get hurt. We go, man, if you do this wrong, you could go to hospital and have surgeries and a lot of rehab. But those guys are like, you could die. I might not be here tomorrow. I'm going to try this trick right now. Did I ever tell you that I loved you? Like, I feel like those <laughs> dudes are on that shit, you know? Dude. And I'm like, whoa, live and die for like some knack-knack shit? Come on. For some knack-knack. I just want to live more than I want to do a knack-knack. But each to their own, you know? Yeah, that was, I, I, I mean, it is amazing that, that, that we did that thing every night. Did a moto dude ever production. do the loop? No. <sighs> I don't remember them ever even talking Contemplating about it. Contemplating it, right? Yeah, it was just, the, the fascinating thing work? about the loop was when we built the one for the Huck Jam, only a handful of people had ever done it. Yeah. On, and only on skateboards. Yeah. And then everyone was down to learn it. Yeah, BMX dudes do it, right? They all learned it. We, huh. we all, like, the, during rehearsals, we just had a loop day. And it was like, all right, everyone's going to learn the loop. And we, we set up the pads for when you crash and whatever. And then Kevin Robinson, um, who else? Uh, Hoffman do it? Yeah. yeah. Dave Mirror, obviously. Mirror, yeah. Um, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, why doesn't a moto dude do it? I would love to be in the loop with a moto dude in yeah. front of me because I'd just be yeah. like, this is insane. I'm on a moto track doing a loop with a moto dude. Yeah. But Man. it was also the skaters too. I mean, uh, Andy, um, Bucky, they're, it, when, you know, a lot of people when they do the loop, like you, you're obsessed with it. You wanted to do it, had yeah. to do it, right? Yeah. They were just like, yeah, it's part of the show. I'll learn it. Yeah, fuck those guys. <laughs> I never, I never saw someone with that attitude. The coolest part was I don't know if we ever talked about this, but um, Lincoln and Sergi. Yeah, what did they do? 
So they weren't doing the loop. Yeah, right. They were just, we, there, was, there was enough of us, right? There, was, yeah. there, were, there were like four skaters and maybe four BMXers that, that did every night. And we, we had the top of the loop. So it was pretty cool because we had the, the bottom half of the loop and then the top of it was up in the ceiling. So no one saw it. Oh shit, you disappeared and, then, and come back? Yeah, and then, no, but no one saw it. And then, and then somewhere in the middle, like near the end of the show, we would show a video of people trying the loop and then slamming the, oh, that's all good, the slams. To show you how, what the consequences yeah, are of doing and then it wrong. The, and then the top half would come down and then lock into place. Oh, sick. So the ramp dudes would, would go and then it was like, and here we go. And then we would go and it would be like, make, 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 make. So eight people go through it. There's no drama. And that was it. And so it was, it was, it was this weird huge production for a very short thing that lost a lot of its momentum because once you, once they see someone go through it they're like oh, oh okay and then there goes another guy like you know and no one and no one's sweating it the novelty wears off after a couple kind of yeah so it's 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 maybe a three minute or four minute part of the show of a two-hour show yeah but what i was gonna say is on the one tour the last tour we did with the loop both sergey ventura and lincoln ueda on the last night where it would said, we want to do it. Right. And so we had to, so our warm up time was devoted to teaching these guys how to do the loop. Okay. And they were, they were shook. At trying it. At trying it. Yeah. yeah. And so we went through this thing and, and we're trying to show them the right techniques and we're putting the pads in and whatever. And they both make it through once. But to the pads. To, or, no, we, we, oh, they yeah, made it. to the pad. Well, no, it was, we had a pad in the flat. So they made it around. Okay. They made it around and then they just ran into the pad. Okay. Um, and then it was like, you guys did it. So you, so and, you could do and, it in the demo? Yeah, in the show, which is in four hours. Yeah, it's sketchy. Sketchy, right? To do it once. Coming in cold turkey, because we're, we're not putting the pads in for right. the-, for the Fuck no. that. I can already tell you, fuck that. I yeah. need a couple more loops before I'm doing loops oh, yeah. in the show. Yeah, no, every, every night- so we, we were doing the shit. We were doing yeah, the loop. Dry we were doing the loop time. every night. We we would put the pads in on warm ups every time. Oh okay. Oh, and they're not going to get that. They did their one warm up back then, and that's it. They don't get to do it again before the show. Right. They just. But what it. I'm saying is, is even though we, even as as veterans of the loop, we were putting the pads in during practice, right. just in case. Yep. Um, even though we all had it dialed. Yeah. So those guys learned it with with the pads there. Then showtime came and it was still like, are you guys really going to do this during yeah. the show? And so we all do it. And then Sergey and Lincoln are up on the roll in sweating. Oh, not going. And, no, no, no. And, and then we announced like, ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat. These two guys have never done one during the show and they're going to try it. And they both bail the first time. And then what happens? And then- Does the demo, do they go back up for another shot or? They went up. Yeah, because they didn't get hurt. Okay. And, and then I think, I think. I feel like bailing is difficult. Like that's. Yeah. Weird. Well, yeah, it was, it was more like they got, they got, you know, as long as you make it to 12 o'clock, yeah, you can you just slide through. Right, okay. So I think that that's what happened. They just kind of missed a little bit of the pump or maybe they, they fell forward. I remembered, I'm pretty sure Lincoln got his on the second try. Okay. Sergi tried again and bailed. Uh, and I might have this wrong. Sorry guys, but Sergi tried again and bailed. And the amount of excitement the crowd had for that moment was more than anything in the show. 
because they saw the true how hard it is and how scary. Yeah, the true difficulty and the 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 fright that these guys had. Yeah. And so Sergi drops in. I'll never forget. Sergi drops in. He was kind of off course, and he speed checks at twelve o'clock to stay on the ramp and made it. What? And we all heard it. We all heard it. And it was like, we all looked at each other like, did you hear that? Did you hear that? And you know, Sergi, yeah, man, I made it. Yeah, I made it. <laughs> It was amazing. Fuck yeah. And so he got he got the biggest- He did that on purpose? He did it for survival. Because he was going off. He was going off the ramp, yeah. God, that is so bad. Yeah. That is the worst. I, that loop, going, knowing you're going off the side is like, no, please don't do that to me. Yeah, and, and you know, he's heading for it in the worst spot. Good for you. So uh, that was pretty exciting. Um, I love Sergi. Yeah, that was. And then the irony of all that was- Two days. That was our last show, Fort Lauderdale, uh, of that tour. So I think it was two thousand four, two thousand three. I don't know. And then we come home, and two days later, we're at Bob's house doing Wild Boys, and that's when I got rocked. Two who's, days later, whose loop was that? That was Bob's. So it's it's probably not the same loop as it's your loop. It's just Bob's is outdoors. It's weathered. It's it's like it's rickety. It's not true. It's rickety. His starting ramp is super slow because it was soggy. So you have to pump it, it as hard as you and can. And it's got a dunt thing like oh this. So yeah. you you know you don't get a pump off of it. Yeah. And I just misjudged my speed. That was it. Because I was spoiled by my ramp. But yeah. but the you know like I'm saying the irony in that these two guys who had never done it push through and then me who's been doing it all summer broke my pelvis yeah but all summer means you got used to a loop transition know, that I mean, you didn't that, that's that just such a bad timing it's just such a to have i i did it as well it's hard as fuck once i made it i was like oh man that's not that hard at all but it's also what make one mistake yeah. in this really easy maneuver and you are all kinds of fucked yeah like i felt like when i did it i was like Duh. Yeah. You that's just it, go, that was the exactly, timing. You go one, two. Like, yeah. That was exactly Lizzie. Lizzie wasn't getting it. And then it clicked. And she's like, oh, I understand. Right. But still, after I made it, if you were like, hey, in four hours, we're going to do it again. And you're just going to yeah. go. I'd be like, dude, I don't cold know turkey. if I want to do that. The only, person, the only person on tour that ever went cold turkey that didn't warm up at all, including the loop, was Bob. It makes sense. Because he had his own one that's rickety. And if you yeah. can do it but every Bob time. would walk in. Like, we're all warming up. You know, we, I mean, we, we would practice our routines so like we were it was it was serious and bob would walk in barefoot like woo like you skate nah he's like cold turkey bro God, son of a bitch because he's really that talented though <laughs> oh yeah no i mean it wasn't, it wasn't like we were concerned for yeah, him like he wasn't it. being sketchy to all you guys he really was just gonna make it it's very easy yeah he didn't he didn't need it yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that other day we skated i was like man he might be better than he was I know. I'm like, when are you it's gonna unreal. get like stiff and like, oh man, I used to be able to do this, but now I can't. Like, when are you gonna say right. that? Because I thought I see you do like a fucking ten foot alley kick for bindi three sixty on your mega ramp the other day, and I'm like, oh, that's heel just- flip. Oh, that's right. Heel flip through indie. He hadn't alley-oop. done that yet. Yeah, no, no one had NBD. Like, eh, I'll try this. Why not? He's like 48, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess. Yeah, he's got to be close to yeah, 46, me. 47. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. That's incredible. What an incredible <laughs> bastard. Good for him, though. Um, speaking of older skaters, uh, uh, Danny Way and I went to visit our kids in college yes. over the weekend. No, everybody's talking about it. 
I saw all the videos of you guys doing beer bongs and I was like, <laughs> oh my God. So what I didn't realize is that that's the weekend all the parents come. Oh, because they oh have so wait, game. did you meet a bunch of dads? Well, I didn't. So here's, here's how it went down. We just wanted to see them. Yeah. You know, I, and, but Danny was like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to go stay with them. Like, oh, you're going to stay in their house. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which was cool. Yeah. Um, I didn't know if, 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 you know, my son wanted us to be so intrusive yeah, yeah. to me. So, but I wasn't going to stay anyway. Cause I was, I was with Kathy and also my other son, Spencer right. flew out to see him. So Fair we, enough. we were at a hotel, yeah. but, um, it was really funny because, uh, Keegan, my son, started showing me all these Snapchat stories that there, there was a page devoted to, to, to uh, party dads oh, over wow. the weekend. Oh, did you make it on there? No. Oh. No, have- no, they're at the parties, like literally dads at frat parties. Oh, okay. Doing beer bongs. Or one, one dad just holding a bottle of vodka, just like, woo! I mean, this is old school. We're going streaking. <laughs> I'd be so embarrassed if my dad did that. Like, I know. just hanging so out with all the frat dudes. But that's dudes. what I mean. So, so when we went, we went to go visit him. Um, we had, we had taken, uh, Keegan out to eat. Then we came back and Danny and, and Tavin, his son Tavin were at the, the house. And then Kathy's like, well, come on, you guys are visiting college. You got to do beer bongs. Kathy is insane. That is an insane suggestion, okay. but you were like, yeah. And then you all did beer bongs. <laughs> no, just the dads. I noticed that a video <laughs> of you and him doing beer bongs. I'm like, wait, well, Danny, Danny did it first. And then it was like, you know, peer pressure. <laughs> I want to be cool. Did they, did you, do you legitimately think that uh, your kids or anybody that was friends with your kids thought that that was a cool moment? I don't, I, it, a lot of older people thought it was funny and cool. Right. But the youth, how did they feel about you guys being know. in the house? Oh, I, th- I think they enjoyed having us there. They have enjoyed having us there briefly. I didn't stay, so I can't speak for, you know. Wait, Danny did? He just stayed and partied with the frat boys? <laughs> he, well, he, stayed, he stayed at their house. I don't know if they went partying. He just continued to party. Like, <laughs> ask me a story about the good old days. I'll tell you. Like, he just ripped all the stuff. But then the next morning, we, we met at the skate park. And we and did backside bonuses we together. We did backside bonus ones, yeah. And it's such a Cinderella I mean, story. Danny just came out of that whole bioaccelerator yeah. thing. No, he had double knee surgery. Double then knee he went surgery. to bioaccelerator. So yeah, he's so, all kinds of injury. I mean, when he's walking, you can tell that that he's still just on the recovery. <laughs> but once he got to the skate park, he's like, "We we are there's sort of this this line at that park that that works like a pump track, but yeah. you can you can fly around." Yeah. And so he followed us through that, and then he and then he started skating. I was like, "Well, let's get a clip." And he was like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's get a clip. Backside bonus. Like, okay, if that's what you want. Like, that, I wouldn't think that would be the easy go-to after injuries, but. Well, he's been doing some boardwalk shredding, I've noticed. Oh, For yes. a minute there, in the summer, he was on the boardwalk with all the youth doing bonelesses and all that oh, other I skate park that. stuff. Yeah, 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 down by PB. Yeah, seemed yeah. like a real hang. <laughs> <laughs> that I don't want to be a part of at all. That was cool. And then I saw him slam on a frontside bonus. I was like, dude. Oh, what are you doing? What are you doing rough. to yourself? Like a good one. He ate proper shit <laughs> in front of like fifty fucking eighteen year olds. Like, dude, you got to get out of there. Don't do it to yourself. Well, yeah, yeah. All the all the the. So there's this Vans premiere. The, um, they did a documentary on the the um founder of Vans, yeah. Steve Van Dorn's dad, who just passed away recently. So that that's tonight. I know you're gonna hear this, yeah. and it already has passed, but. Um, they're putting a vert ramp up at where they're doing the premiere and 
all these dudes were here yesterday. You could tell just trying to get back in vert mode. Old guys. Demos. Yeah, well, it was it was like Darren. It was Cookie Head. Yeah. Um, Bucky. Yeah. Christian. Yeah. Cab. Kevin. Are it they was, all wearing bands? Um, Kevin? I don't know. They're, I mean, I think, I think they're, it's such slim pickings for vert demos. Fuck. That it's not like Kevin has a, has some sort of deal with a shoe company yeah, yeah. and, and they're going to pay him to skate. So he's like, yeah, I, I want to go ride the skateboard and get paid. Wait, so you're saying that. I'm sure he'll probably be wearing Vans, but I don't, he does not sponsor by Vans. But you're saying that there's a chance that if I get my legs back a little bit more, yes. I could be in the vert demo. Cause there's that little of you. You'd be like, yeah, tonight, we'll get this you're great. Nine o'clock tonight. <laughs> I'm going to be going to bed, dude. I get the skin, take the kids to school. Yeah, when I, I can't believe schedule, I just said that and I'm not lying. When okay. I get the schedule. No, I have, same. Like, I'm like, and my daughter didn't go to nine o'clock, like the yeah, adrenaline and no, all that daughter. shit. I'm not going to bed till midnight, dude. <laughs> like midnight and then I'm up at six. Like, that's not a good day for me. I need my sleep. Everybody oh. knows eight hours is good for you. <laughs> six hours. That's I've been good. running on six hours every night. I can't, I mean, I think I've been doing that right now because something got set off from my birthday. I feel like I slammed, but the adrenaline was so high that I just didn't care about, I was like, I'm not hurt. And then the next day, or not even that, when I got back to the house, I was like, oh, and I'm like, whatever, like, uh, you know, break out the weed and break out the whatever things you want to do and just shrug off the, the, the hip thing. And then the next, and then I woke up in the morning, I was like, man, I barely slept last night. This thing's just hurting. Still not really registering that it's going to slow me down from skateboarding. And then I came to skate with you on Wednesday and could not do it at all. I was like, oh, my God. And then somebody was like, are you limping? I'm like, yeah, man, I hurt my hip the other day. He's like, why are you here? I'm yeah, like, why, that's it. Why I don't know. I just <laughs> said I'd be here and now I'm here. But, yeah, you're right. I'm going to leave. Like You left. I left right after you. <laughs> so yeah, just, Even today, I honestly think if Blayback wasn't here, I might have been like, yeah, I'm going to wait till tonight's skate. I'm so glad he came and suggested to take photos because there's no way I would have tried that hard. And I broke a sweat and I did some skateboarding and I'm not sore than I was before I came here. And I got a, my legs a little wake up for next Thursday. I feel good about it. It was worth it because I know next Thursday was going to suck because I hadn't skateboarded for <laughs> oh, two I see. weeks. Because we're, we're doing this. Yeah, I oh, have okay, to. Got it. Dude, my right. one, one a week. If I lose that, oh, we're in big trouble. So I want to get, like, what I really would prefer is, like, three days a week. So when I came, my first couple of rides, I so was like, So do we have yeah. to start recording three times a week? Yeah, no. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know what? We could do one, one podcast and then two live Patreons. And then we start our Patreon account. And then we'd get cashed up. would be huge. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because I do Jason L show Patreon, and that pays... Way more than podcasting. Hmm. I don't know. All right. But that's a lot of work. And I know you. That's Talk a bad idea, dude. Patreon. Dude, we're looking. If I'm home, I'm happy to do it. If you just... do, I'm like, don't do extra with me, dude. Like, go live your fucking no, life. No, if I'm, if I'm home, I'm happy to do it. I, I hey, know, but you're not I like home. coming here and skateboarding. I, I, I'm totally good with that. I, I'm not. I know I'm not torturing you by being here, but <laughs> yeah. I feel like three days, and that's a job, dude. Like, that becomes yeah, a- Yeah, three, three days would be- It's going to block your- you know, oh, go to tour, go to New York, go to like you fly. People are like, hey, come here, and you're yeah. like, well, can't go to fucking Patreon show. That's not how it works. It makes a lot of money, but it doesn't make that much money. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like whatever you're doing, getting paid to go right. to New York to do a demo, do that. 
Yeah. Uh, I'm not, I don't even have to know. No, Catherine is just going on, on a trip to New York. Why do you like New York so much? If you guys get you guys like going there, huh? Uh, we do. Yeah. What is it? Um, it's just it's the city. You love the city. It's, yeah, it's just it's just alive. But not it's, after nine. It's not. I, I mean, it's it's it is going more. Yeah, for us, you mean? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like you enjoy. Oh it. no, it's East Coast time, so we can stay up to at least midnight there. Whoa, you guys! Crazy. crazy. It's crazy. Look at you guys. It's after midnight, and the Birdman's out. That sounds dangerous. <laughs> You know, um, so who do you hang at? Do you have like New York friends and shit? Um, I, n- n- yes and no. I mean, we have a couple friends, yeah. But is it more like the hotel vibes? It's just, well, it's just more that, yeah, no, we're just, we're, you know, we just love going out to eat. We're going to go see, we're going to see a show. We're going to, and and also we're just not, we don't have kids. So that that's right. like okay. a big change right now. To, to have three nights without kids is like kind of absurd. We don't have to wake up at 645. Right. I was so bummed. I just Halloween thing. I was like, fuck. And Katie's like, you can cancel if you want. And I'm like, Katie's trying to be super nice, but Katie bought tickets for us to watch Danzig sing Elvis songs. I remember she told me that, yeah. Both of that. Pretty major. Yeah. If you're a goth person, you imagine, I heard that conversation 30 years ago. Imagine if he sang an Elvis cover because he's so like Elvis, but not. And then here he is offering to do that in our old age. And I'm like, wait. Does this mean I could sit while enjoying this? Because, and does it doesn't go too late? Like, it's old man entertainment. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is like, are you lonesome tonight? But it's dancing, singing it. I'm like, fuck, yeah. This is old man entertainment right here. I can get down. That is pretty sick. Because I know that it's not going to be like, someone's going to be like, duh, 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 and like, pull my teeth. It's not that scene. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not going to get some dude going, no fucking way. I hate your neck of your shirt. I'm like, God damn it, dude. People have to. But I remember, do that. I remember when, when, when your wife Katie told me about it. it at first, I thought oh, that would be amazing, you know. And then, and then I started thinking about, it, like, I, we're gonna have kids that night. We can't just break out to go to a. Co- I just know it, and, and I know our kids are gonna want a party, so we're right. doing a party. Yeah, no, I get it. I would kind of rather it, but I also feel like Danzig's the kind of person that can. For this, he'll sing it. Oh no, that's amazing. Because I, I like the last time I saw him, it was a very dry day. So I want to state this first before I tell the story. But Glenn was not having a great day, <laughs> and it got to the point where this is back when I was still drinking. I was very like very bad, out. no good. I was like hanging out talking to my friends, and all of a sudden I go, "Are you guys? Wait, is Glenn?" And then I look over, and some other dude's like, "What the fuck?" And I'm like, "Hey, hey." Like it's it's dry out here, but he was suffering badly, and it was a whole song of just like, oh, like harsh. I'm like, what the hell is happening to him? I'm like, it is dry. I did notice that it was dry, but his voice was, it was bad. I just I, saw, I looked. I like watching the crowd and watching the crowd slowly realize that Glenn can't sing his own <laughs> songs, and just watching random dudes that are drunk like, dude, dude, fucking party, bar. I saw the, I saw, um, they're surprised. I saw the strokes when they had just come on the scene. You know, oh, the strokes? back in the day, yeah. Back in the, yeah, in so the heyday of early strokes. 2000s, right? Okay. Probably, yeah. And, um, it came out, uh, what's that guy's name? Julian came out, sang one song. You could tell his voice was kind of cracking. Yeah. And then by the second song, he, he could not make a sound come out of his mouth. I blew his voice out. Blew it out. It was already gone, and then he. It was already it. gone. There, I'm sure it was. There was a lot of partying and whatnot. Right. And so he starts singing songs like, ah, ah. and the band's just playing like, 
And everyone in the crowd is like, what the hell, dude? So then the guitar tech comes out because he knows all the songs. And sings them. And sits on the stage and sings all the songs while Julian just dances around him. Oh my God. It was so strange. Surely there could be a better idea than I'll just dance around you. Like, yeah. And you sit down and act like you're not even really there. I remember people, like they, they did a whole set like that. And I remember people going, can we get a refund? Get, yeah. You know, like that. this isn't, that's the guitar tech. That's not what yeah. I signed up for. And, and, but they did play. So I don't know. I just, we just laughed. It was, it was too weird. Yeah. I try to uh, be sympathetic towards some of those guys. Cause I feel like sometimes you do blow your voice out and there's nothing you can do. Yeah. I think I had less sympathy cause I just felt like they're just. Unprofessional. They're just burning the candle both ends right. and they're not considering that this should be the priority. Right, and I felt like, I could be wrong, but I felt like Glenn Danzig on that particular day also looked like he'd been, he got a beer belly, dude, like a, a belly that looks like he put work in it. It doesn't look like a, you know, I mean, you let it yourself go for a couple of weeks. It looked like that shit's hard as a rock <laughs> and it's a big belly and he never had a big belly. And it's like, you got a big belly and your voice is going out. I feel like you've been a, a little less professional than I would have liked you <laughs> to be. That. Right. You know, and then Tully tells me to see him at the Japanese uh, supermarket buying like a bunch of sugary Japanese. Oh my God. I'm like, that's not good, Glenn. It's not good. You know, like I came here to watch Glenn Danzig. (laughs) Look, Tony Hawk, if you were to do a fat 900, I'd be, I'd be somewhat. (laughs) You're like, you're like the view. I saw Danzig buying sugary stuff at the Japanese supermarket. And he's fat. <laughs> oh, my God. Put two together. Like, what you should be doing at the Japanese uh, supermarket is getting some fucking <laughs> lean fish, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and if you're drinking a lot, like, wow. easy on the beer, maybe okay. a little more sake, you know? Because wow. this doesn't look like sake and fish. <laughs> it looks like fucking meat and cheese and beer. And if you're trying, I'm look. If you're not Meat selling and tic- cheese and beer, if you're not trying to sell tickets anymore, then you ha- go ham on the cheese and the meats and the fucking beer. Wow. But if you're like, come and see me Saturday night, and on Friday you just blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> I don't feel like look, dude. If you're like Tony Hawk's doing a well, demo, well, it's just more that we're all that age that we do have to put a lot of effort into that. Stuff. Yes, and you're yes. but you're still asking yeah. for people to support you in yeah. your in your de- in your thing. Understood. Like yeah. you come to a demo and you start doing fucking kick turns and you're like 40 pounds overweight. I'm like, really, Tony Hawk? I, I love you, man, but this is not what I came to see. <laughs> and he and he kind of does that. But I think Dan- yeah, you, put I think, it, you put it that way, I get it. Right, and I feel like doing Elvis covers is kind of like you carving up a bowl. You could carve up a bowl until you are fat and 80. And I feel like Glenn is going to, he can sit down. He doesn't have to jump around doing, you know, he can't be like, are you low? Well, sure, but. but He has to be soft. He could probably sit down while right, he's but, but he will perform those well, you know. I, if his voice goes analogy out. analogy is not, is not pertinent to this because yes, you're it going. Is. If you were. I don't want anyone to pay to come see me carve. Oh. <laughs> That's but what about point. if you're really fat? That would be like crazy. I still don't want you to pay to come see me carve. If Tony Hawk's fat and 80 and he's going to do a carve demo, I'm buying tickets to that. Carve demo. <laughs> Hashtag carve demo. <laughs> like get a couple of other fat pro buddies that are your age. <laughs> you know, they're, you know wow. they're out there. 
Just get. I'm the, working on something actually. I'm working on a, a fat event. demo. No, an event. An I was going to say, hit me up, bro. I can give it. <laughs> I'll eat some cheese. I'll be there in a minute. I'm working on an event that I'm, I'm very excited about and will be announced soon. But I probably can't say it. What are you doing? Oh, fuck. It's going to be realized good. you just said you it's can't say it. And I'm like, come and tell me. Fuck that. What's up? I don't know when this will Are you going to fly? Are you be flying? Are you going to do a huge stunt? Uh, no. No, it's a, it's a collective effort event. A bunch of old people. <laughs> <laughs> and young. Oh, the youth are allowed to come as well? Y- yes. I mean, I mean, in performing, whatever. I'm not, don't, don't I'm, make I'm me. trying, you guys. Yeah, I'm trying. Not, I said, don't. It's not going to work. Trying to get exclusive shit work. from the Birdman <laughs> so he gets in trouble with his staff. What the fuck are you talking about? All yeah. right, let's scratch that one. Let's move on to other stuff. Um, I did a, a game show last week. What? Um, cool. That I didn't know what to expect. It's a trivia game. I don't know if they're announcing it, so I can't say a whole lot about it, but um, but it was good. It was really good. It, like was, it was fun. You think it was entertaining, not just fun for you, but entertaining to watch? I think so, yeah. Do we, yeah. Oh, is this a famous game show? Um, it, 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 <sighs> I'm making you try and say stuff. <laughs> I love this. It's 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 a big game show in another country right now. Okay. And they brought it here. That's okay. all I can say. All right. I feel like um, you've said enough. I don't want to call But it was you. it was super fun. And um I had an anecdote about it, but I realized I can't say the anecdote because I'm gonna give it the whole thing away. So whatever. All right. Well, I'm sure it's gonna be great and I can't wait to see it. When can we see it? I don't know. You don't know. Well, I look forward to that day, regardless. Yeah, good, good times. Yeah. Sorry about it. It took a long time to tape. Oh, I know why I brought it up. Because uh, this is pretty funny. It was on the... Um, uh, shoot, what was the lot? What lot were we on? Burbank. Um, Warner Brothers. We're on the Warner Brothers lot. Yeah. And uh, Kathy brought me up. Um, and then she was going to go do something else in LA. So she literally just dropped me off at the gate. And I had, I didn't know like what they wanted me to wear for wardrobe. So I, I had a little rolly bag. And so I got through the gate. <clears throat> the stage was was a ways away. So I skated to the stage. As you always do, Birdman. And this dude snapped at me. Yeah. Uh, like I was almost there. I'm so pumped on this. And he saw me coming. He's like, hey, get off the skateboard. I was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> I'm, I was like almost there. And 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 yes, I'm going to abide by, you know. The right. Rules, You're not just going to go. But, but also- I'm not putting anyone at risk. I'm not grinding your curbs. Right. I'm not doing anything. Like right. I'm You're literally, this is my transportation. transportation. Yes, right. absolutely. And and for sure, there was nothing that spoke otherwise. I'm dragging a, a carry-on bag behind me. Anyway. Fuck authority, just real quick. <laughs> On behalf of skateboarding, fuck authority. No, Tell me to get off it. And, you- and so then we were doing the show and right as it started taping, this dude came up to me and he's like, hey, did someone tell you to not skate outside? Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, but you know they've been telling me that for decades. So yeah. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't affected by it. He's like, so sorry about that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't. And and that was one of those times where it's like, you know, it was like, oh, sorry, I didn't know who you are. But it was the entire crew saying that to me. They were all apologizing. All for of them. them. So that yeah. guy was in the shit. That guy was in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. Was, I'm so pumped on a on like every every other person I met me. on the set that was working on, you know, that was working behind the scenes yeah. doing grip or whatever camera. They're just like, dude, I heard about what happened. I'm so sorry. I, like, I don't care, dude. I love that. So that means you could have gone meh. 
and just kept skateboarding. And then he could have got in way more trouble by actually saying more to you. Yeah, but because uh, you're, that, I know you're not that guy, but man, I'm like I'm. If I wanted I'm, to make a thing of it, I would have kept skating, and then he probably would have come after me. Right. I'm a I red- had a dude. I had a dude tackle me to the ground. This is this is a crazy story. A security guard. Yeah. Oh, go on. So when we did, um, you probably saw something about it, but we did the huge Quicksilver show in i think it was around 2008 or 9 yeah maybe 2009 uh in paris at the grand palais oh shit and yeah. they called it the tony hawk show okay and so it was this huge vert demo um they had uh huge dj's and all the quicksilver athletes all the snowboarders all the surfers kelly slater was there did you punch any of the dj's no. You got to do that. It's, it's hot right now. Punching DJs? Yeah. Conor McGregor did it. Everyone's talking about it. Yeah, you got to punch a DJ. No, I'm good. Okay. But I'm just trying to help. I was walking to the ramp to go practice with all the vert skaters that were there. So uh, Annie McDonald was there. Staub was there. Sandra Diaz. Jesse was, when Jesse was skating a lot. Jesse Fritch was there. Um, uh, Lindsay Adams. That was when she did the first McTwist. Oh, that demo. First female McTwist yeah. at that demo. But before that demo, you were tackled by security. So I'm going through, and they all went through, and I didn't have my pass or whatever because I, uh, I had given it to uh, two of my kids were there, and I gave it to one of them. Yeah. And, and the guy's like, hey, 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 no, no, you know, in French. And I was just like, no, no, it's cool, dude. It's all right. You know, and I'm like almost to the ramp. He's like, no, no. And then he tries to block me, and I duck under him, and I got past him. And then he tackles me. Like came after me and tackled me, and everyone is yelling at this dude. <laughs> everyone, there is a—I'm not kidding. There is a 20-foot poster of me right here. <laughs> Wait, did everybody point at that? Yes. Oh fuck off! Yeah. And he went, and then and then he well he he could tell something that that he could tell that he was in the wrong by just by the amount of energy that was happening. Yeah. And just let me go. And I just was like, ah, oh, just, and I just kept going. Cause yeah. I was, I was late to go skate. And then every time I saw that dude after that, and he's just like, like hugging me. And he was, he was like this giant French dude. Yeah. And, and I was, became I was like, friends kind of. Yeah. I was like, dude, I, you know, it's cool. I, I understand you're doing a job. It was a little excessive. Yeah. But I understand. I became friends with the mega ramp security guard in the elevator. There was the guy that they always had there every year. And he had one of those short legs where you have the shoe with the extra heel on one leg. Oh yeah. Yeah. So he was, yeah. and he was a big fat guy. So he was like, not, he wasn't catching shit, you know? And I get on the mega ramp, get in the elevator. He's like, you got your pass. I'm like, no. And he's like, well, you can't come on. I'm like, think I just fucking jumped over the fence with my mega ramp board and my pads <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah. I'm like, fuck off, dude. Just hit the fucking elevator. And then he's like, no, I'm not doing it. And you need to get out of here. And I was like, you need to make me. And then we'll start pushing each other. And then somebody's at the door and they're like, what are you doing? He's in the contest. I don't care. I need to see a laminate. <laughs> and then I guess like a few more people came up until there was like somebody that was in charge. It was like, he's in the contest. You need to like let him go up. And then I go up. And then the whole time I'm going up, I'm like, what's your fucking deal, man? Like, you're just like trying to kill people's joy over here? Like, who fucking comes up with that idea that I'm not in the contest, but I just padded up and like jumped on the ramp? You think you think if I go down this fucking rolling right now, I die because I just snuck in? Like I just keep harping on the dude. 
And he's like coming back a couple of times. And I was like, you know, fuck you. And he's like, fuck you. And I'm like, it's like that, is it? It's like, yeah, it's like that. And then a few more in the end. Cause it's a fucking all day. And, and yeah, you're going up and down. Yeah, the elevator. With this dude all day. gets used no, a I, lot. I'm, in, I'm sitting right <laughs> next to the guy constantly. I'm also in the middle of the biggest fear breaker of my yeah, life yeah, yeah. where I'm like, mind fucked over here no, in the I, elevator. I remember every time I go to the elevator, I was like, When's it gonna stop? Like, we're, oh man, we're, we're all stressed. We're yeah. all facing yeah. death here. And we're like, yeah. oh, but no, I'm gonna break, I'm gonna pass <laughs> death and I'm gonna make it. And this guy's like, bruh, 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 bruh. fuck you, dude. Like, I'm so sick of you fucking assholes. And then in the end, we fucked with each other so much that it was sarcasm. And then I was just his friend. And then, like, four years later, I'm, I get in the elevator. I'm like, hey, fuck face. He's like, fuck you, dickhead. I'm like, all right. We were friends. Stumpy. It was Stumpy and just, and the guy that cusses, <laughs> and the guy that cusses a lot, I was like, "Fuck you, Stumpy!" And he was cool with it because he was. Wow, he knew us. He became wow. friends yep. with all of us. Yeah, he was our elevator guy. <laughs> um, yeah, it's funny. It, it, it is. It is weird when you go, especially to an event, and if it's a ramp or whatever it is, people are like, "Dude, like, dude, what? Do you think I would just show up here?" with all these pads and all this stuff going rogue, like sneaking in. Would it not be worth it just to let me go in one time? If I explode on the flat ground, then you were right. Yeah. And you could just drag me off. No problem. But if I'm, but if I'm right, you <laughs> fucked up. If I drop in and start flying around this ramp, you, sir, fucked up. You're going to get in trouble for this. <laughs> that was, that was funny with that French dude though. Like he, Skateboarders have always been this way because security has always kicked us out of everything. Yeah. And then when we get an event where our name is the fucking name oh. of the event, you feel like you're immune from being tackled from security. But no, they'll do it. We, uh, Sean Mortimer, Mortimer and I were skating on the boardwalk at Oceanside near the pier. This is like 1989, 90-ish. And there's a little police station right there. <laughs> yeah. And... Um, we were skating and this cop was like yelling. I didn't, I didn't even really understand what was going on because it's loud. We're just skating. We're not, we're not like grinding curves or anything. We're not, you know, just doing wall rides. We're just going, cruising. Okay. I think we're checking the surf and going to go get some food or something. And, and we're going and then this guy's like, hey, you can't skate. And I was like, what? And then I go, oh. And then I picked up my board and Sean didn't hear what he said. And the dude ran and Choke, got him in a chokehold and dragged him to the police station. A citizen, not a cop. No, no, the cop. Oh, God, I fucking hate these people. The cop, so he, and I'm like, dude, what are you, what are you doing? And he's like, he wouldn't, he wouldn't stop. And he was laughing at me and he, he was laughing at you. Like he didn't even hear, what are you talking about? And he dragged him, like didn't, and you know, Sean's like, okay, I get it. Like, I'll go with you. It's fine. And he's like, no, nope. All the way, like, with his feet, like... You fucking idiot. And then we get to the, the police station, and um, they give us both citations, like, legitimate citations for skating. And then you know what we did? We sent them to Pal. <laughs> Good. Wait, so Pal pays them? Good, because there needs to be a happy ending to that unfair story. And I remember, I remember, like... Discrimination, kinda, right? I remember there. kind of getting a vibe from Stacey and George, like, so you're... And we're paying for your parking tickets now. I'm like, no, we, we were skating, which is our job for you. Nice angle, right? 
Come on, let me justify like, it somehow. Like, yeah, not just this time, but not again. Okay, wow. <laughs> Even you get told that your skateboard tickets you must pay yourself. Skateboard tickets, man. You know, but no, the, but it, it's like a, when the law gets like too. Tr- it was like a real ticket, though. I That's know. What, you know, no, they had it in Australia too. Thing. Yeah, like, ugh. They had I it. Mean, in I'm, sh- I'm, of course, the street skaters watching this, like, yeah, duh, dude. I had to go to the court and da da da. We they yeah. hired somebody. I had to go to court for that one too. They hired somebody at Param Ramp who wasn't a cop to try and give tickets to all of us, and we just like would would straight up fight him. <laughs> like, yeah. I would straight up fight the guy. I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, you gonna get my fucking address? Cause you think I'm gonna give it to you? You fucking <laughs> yeah. fake cop piece of shit. And he'd be like, "What? What'd you say?" I'm like, "Fuck off, idiot!" Then just start skating, and he'd run behind me, and then I'd kick my butt. I'd be like, "What?" And, like, uh, uh. and he's like, "Don't hit me!" And I'm like, Wait, I, "I won't." He was he, when you were skating the park. At, no, the sidewalk for we oh would, the sidewalk. We I would see. go from the ramp and right. the sidewalk down to fucking Hungry Jack's, which right. is a Burger yeah, King. Yeah, yeah. Burger we would King, go yeah. to Burger King. I love Hungry Jack's. And he would be on the corner of fucking Hungry Jack's and and the ramp. And if you skated on that sidewalk towards Hungry Jack's, he'd pop out and, and give you a, a on the spot uh, yeah. ticket. Dude, that's like that's like uh, the Carlsbad skate park. I don't know if they still do it, but it's it's between the fire station and the police station, and they enforce helmets there. And so at any given time, there's a bunch of kids without helmets and the cops just pull up like, eh, ticket, 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 ticket. Just sitting ducks. In the world, the, the <laughs> power that you've got, you've, that is a, a perfect example of taking it too fucking far. You're giving a kid a ticket for skateboarding. You've gone too fucking far, dude. Sure Your power still- has tripped out. No, that's still the case. Like imagine if you're a child and you are you are skateboarding. What is your intent? You know, is your intent to fuck up and rob and rape the world? No, you're skateboarding. It's like, hey, are you kids playing soccer with no well, helmet? There's a whole thing that, especially with skate parks, if you if you try to enforce pads and helmet, then if someone gets hurt without them, you can sue. They can sue. Then they're then you're liable. It's just this crazy. You know, it's right. just all the law, the the legal aspects of it. Um, so if you if you have a skate park that's just open and free and it's your own at your own risk no one is right. is liable but then obviously tennis. no one's wearing pads yeah. um and that's what's going i don't even know if they're if, if anyone knows that but that's what's happening with that vans park in huntington beach because it's vans park and so it's it's they're liable for whatever happens there and the city loves the park so they're trying to let the city take it over so that means you could wear they they give the rules and that they, they pay the bills yeah, and right. it's just, it's a free park. It's a city park. Would that mean that it would be, you don't have to wear pads? You Probably, yeah. Right. right, but then that's, I guess they're at a gridlock and they're an impasse. And now that's, so the park's just been closed since COVID. Oh. That, that, what they call me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. Let's I, get that got, solved. That's a- I got the golden ticket because I got to do a couple of commercials there. So the commercials have their own insurance, carry their own insurance. Yeah. So I've gotten to do... Two, two things. But that's there. the only person that can ride. The yeah, I feel a bad. There there. is definitely a tinge of guilt where I'm like, sorry, guys. If you, hey, man, just get yourself a commercial and you're fine. Maybe call <laughs> Subway. Get yourself a, <laughs> see if they're looking for a get, second get a production guy. studio to yeah. carry the insurance. And you Wasn't that hard for me to do it? <laughs> just saying. All right. uh, I think that'll do us. All right. We've uh, done a great show. Make sure you like and describe. I hear people are talking about it more. I know that it takes time. Brendan Sharp told me. Three years and you'll be on fire. 
But I, I hear it. I hear people talking. I get a lot of people going. We appreciate you guys. I didn't know you listening. even had a show. And I'm like, wow. Okay. Well, thank you, fucking Hulk versus Wolf, because it's good to be back on the map. I've been doing this for a while now. But it's funny to know that SiriusXM is not internet friendly. Because maybe I'm no. not making as much money, but I'm fucking back. I'm on the map. Like, a straight, my friends, Burnout King. All the, I mean, Peyton and all those dudes, everyone listens to my shows now. They're like, man, that was sick how you had that guy on the other day. And I'm like, really? I had people in, in this office the other day tell me when you start talking about robot sandwiches, they were all laughing out loud. Robot sandwiches? You don't even remember. Oh. So like, that's, that's, because we're in this. <laughs> you don't even remember three shows ago. <laughs> no, I don't remember yesterday though, man. I hit my head a lot. <laughs> all right. Like and describe and don't hit your head. Oh, wow. That is really good, that last beat. Okay. See you guys. See you guys. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale. Whoa. Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash podcast 22. Shopify.com slash podcast 22.